everyone. Welcome to the very first official episode of Just Some Magic. Welcome one and all. I'm so happy you're listening and helping support this brand new podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing magical stories, your stories, the stories that you have from theme parks like Disney and Universal and sharing them with all of you. So if you have a magical moment that you want to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the button, share your magic for your chance to have your story read on the show. Since it is the very first episode, I thought I would share my most magical moment. And my very special moment involves a very special friend. Uh, Her name is Sarah and she is our guest today and she is going to help me tell the story from her perspective and I'll share mine and we'll tell you an amazing story. Sarah and I will share a little bit about how we met during her Disney College program and then I will ask her some really fun questions that are kind of a Disney thinker. You have to definitely think about these questions. This isn't your typical, what's your favorite ride? What's your favorite snack? Be sure to think of your answers as I'm asking her these questions as well. And then we'll share our most magical moment involving a couple of Frozen sisters at Disneyland. Afterwards, I'll read some of your stories, your listener stories that you guys sent in for me to read of your most magical moments. So without further ado, here's the official first episode of Just Some Magic. I hope you enjoy. Today, we have my absolute best friend in the entire world, Sarah. Hello. (laughs) She will be coming on as often as I can get her, hopefully once a month, because we have tons of stories together. Yes. Seven years worth of stories. Do you want to share how we met? Okay. So, Morgan and I met during our college program back in 2013. So long ago. I know. A lifetime ago, actually. So, we both started our program in the spring... No, the fall advantage. Yes. But we didn't actually meet until September of 2013. Yeah. And I got there, like, May... May 13th? Yeah. And I got there June 13th. So, we got there exactly one month apart. I didn't know it was the 13th. You didn't know that? Oh. I knew you got there after me but I didn't whoa yeah so exactly one month later but I was with a different group of people at the time um I was hanging out with like a completely different group at World of Disney and me as well yeah so to give y'all an idea World of Disney had like 800 cast members there so like giant you would work next to people and like not know who they were (laughs) and that was normal yeah I met a friend first who had already met Morgan Um, And I was getting pretty close with this friend and I decided to go home back in September of 2013 because I was struggling with the program. There were long hours. The shifts were kind of crazy. But the night before I left to go back home for Tucson is when I met Morgan. Oh, yeah. And it was the night we did that sleepover where we watched like Alice in Wonderland, Hunchback. And and like one other weird, obscure Disney movie. Yeah. This was like before Disney Plus. So like, how did we get these movies? I don't even know. know. (laughs) Yeah. So I remember I had met you right beforehand and I had gone back home to Tucson and I remember thinking, I was like, man, I'm meeting all these really great people. Maybe I should go back and just see what happens. And then lo and behold, like I feel 
feel like the whole next week after I had got back, like we hung out every day. Mm -hmm. I was over at your apartment pretty Mm -hmm. much every day. That's when I met Kimmy. Yes. Um, And we were both at Vista Way. Yes. Which is the cheapest... (laughs) apartment complex in the Disney College program. Yeah. It was a little wild sometimes. It was very fun. It was very outgoing It was group. very DCP 2013. Yes. <laughs> Hardcore. Our apartments were like a basketball court away from each other mm-hmm. so we could like pop over to each other's easily. Yes. Yeah. So we were right next to each other. We worked in the same spot. Our shifts usually started right around the mm-hmm. same time so we were just like all of a sudden always together yeah. and that's kind of just when it all blossomed. It did. And then we would like work together and for any of those who've been to World of Disney at the time it was downtown Disney before it was Disney Springs World of Disney is the biggest Disney store in the world and it's had an expansion I mentioned this in like the intro episode since then Sarah and I would be put at opposite ends of the store but we would like walk with a purpose to like be like oh I, I ha- gotta go to the princess room yeah aren't you scheduled in the room across the- no no I gotta go see more and we would like come up with excuses we to, would like, find a way <laughs> we would find a way I think we spent more time looking for each other and goofing around than we actually did working. I 100% think so too. We just had so much fun. Yeah. And then so fast forward, um, we both go back home. I'm on the East Coast. Sarah's in Arizona. And we were like a couple years where we just didn't it was really difficult for us to keep in touch whether yeah. it be like the time difference or we were school both. schedules yeah. work schedules everything that was happening um we did have our one reunion back yes. in 2015 in i Carolina. believe it was no vegas was first oh, no that was in 2014 right like six months after the college oh, program that's right that's right yeah. so we did meet up once afterwards in vegas With, like, and then a bunch of other of our disney college program yeah and really it was a fun. really fun time yeah but then a couple years did pass i think the south carolina trip where we we finally reconnected wasn't until like end of 2016. Yeah. So oh, yeah. almost two years had fully passed before we saw each other again. Yeah. I mentioned this in the introduction episode. I actually moved to California. And so I'm only six hours away from my best friend now. But we would switch off every month, o- almost every month. We were really good about it. We yeah. would visit each other. Either Morgan would come to Arizona to see me or I would fly out to California to see her. Yeah. And it was almost every other month at that point. And the best part about these trips is that when Sarah would come visit me, we would hit the parks hard. Park open to park close. Nonstop. Nonstop. No sleep. <laughs> no eating. Like three to four days in a row. We sometimes go to Universal for a day. We contemplated sleeping in the car once. That way we could oh, just we maximize did. our time. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh my God. But when we would go to Tucson, it was relaxation. Relaxation. We'd get Netflix. our nails done. We'd get fast food at Jack in the Box and <laughs> yes. Taco, like, Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Like, so we've had Disney adventures and we haven't been to Disney World together since then. But yeah, you've been back and I've been back to Disney World, but not together since our program. So we needed, we were going to do it in 2020 in yeah, April. We did then, have plans, but... It'll happen soon, though. It will. And we had to bring Billy, our friend Billy, yes. from our Disney College program. We got to mention shout out to Billy. We miss you. <laughs> Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. <laughs> I think the thing that I love one of the one of the many things I love most about our friendship. (laughs) I'm just really happy. I'm really happy too. Um, Is that like not only is Sarah my best friend, but like we have the same like theme park rhythm. We're theme park soulmates. We are theme park soulmates, which I think is a lot harder to find (laughs) than than real real soulmates. Not to mention my husband (laughs) sitting three feet away from us. Yeah, we're theme park soulmates, and like. 
I don't know. I want to hear your definition of that. I feel like, well, you kind of already hit on it. So we have the same rhythm and we have the same idea of what a theme park day should look like. Mm-hmm. We're there right at open. We maximize our time. We hit all the rides. Mm-hmm. We eat all the foods that we want to eat. We make sure there's time for both in between. We go to the shows we like. Yes. And then most importantly, I think, is that we stay there all day. We're committed. And yes. then we close out the park. Yes. Only to do it again the next, next day. day. And we... <laughs> defined it perfectly I, I think the only thing is like we also like prioritize the same things yes. like th- we have the same things that we're like most excited for we're not really big Matterhorn people and I know I'm not and that's not high on your priority so like stuff yeah. like that works out so we're definitely theme park soulmates yes. and that is very difficult to find <laughs> I think like when I would be an annual pass holder and I'd go weekly it was totally different but when Sarah's yeah. in town I knew the drill I knew everything <laughs> that was happening we're gonna get everything done because like she only gets to go not nearly as much as I do. I'm like, we're going to do this, 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 this. Yeah. We're going to do everything. And it was so fun. And we go to Universal. We like the Harry Potter stuff, yes. which we'll talk about. I feel like your Universal trip, that was a good one. That was a really good one. Oh, my gosch, yes. oh, and your wand wand. Experience. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. But if you can already tell, we have tons of stories over like the last seven years. So Sarah's going to come back hopefully once a month and yes. have a little Sarah and Morgan episode. Oh. Buckle up. Brace yourself <laughs> for it. But today, I'll let Sarah kind of give a little teaser of the story. One, My my purse like I had to make this the first episode like, yes is my favorite most magical moment and obviously involves Sarah yeah no it was definitely a very magical moment so kind of just to tie it back to why it's so important to both of us so during our college program that we were talking about that was right when Frozen came out mm-hmm. and we just connected with the characters Anna and Elsa right off the bat before we ever really even knew who they were or what yeah. the movie was going to be about and Morgan always identified more with Anna I identified more with Elsa and, and then I want to pause for Okay. Why do you identify with Elsa? Or actually describe why I identify with Anna and then I'll describe why you identify with Elsa. So to me identifying more with Elsa I see more as Anna because Elsa I feel like is more a closed off character she's a lot more reserved and not as outgoing where Anna brings that out of her Anna is definitely the more vocal in a crowd setting and she's definitely more comfortable with who she is as a person and she kind of pulls that out of Elsa as the movie progresses Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's why I always see you more as like the Anna character and why I feel like you're the Anna to my Elsa because I feel like you do that same thing for me in real life I feel like like you bring me down or like <laughs> oh my god like, you depress I, me <laughs> you ruin my life <laughs> you bring me back to reality that is what I'm trying to say like I can kind of get in the clouds and like kind of daydream uh, like daydream a little bit and kind of like get a little ridiculous at times and Sarah's like Morgan <laughs> let's do it this way. And I'm like, oh, that actually sounds like a great way to do it. Like, that sounds like a really good idea. In the most loving way possible. Yes, very loving. Like, Sarah is literally the the most kindest, selfless person I know. Mm. And it's just You're making me blush. (laughs) For whatever reason, no matter how much we dye our hair, you're always a little bit blonder than me. I've always got to be blonder. You've always got to be blonder. And now you're telling me today that you're trying to go back to your natural hair color. I'm like, well, I can't go back to my... You've got to go darker. No, I just got my hair (laughs) done. There's only one solution. Yeah. But it always works out that way. And it's so funny. And we don't like coordinate this or anything. Yeah. And you're my Elsa. Oh. Okay. So as I do every single guest that I'm going to have on here, I always ask them questions for you guys to get to know them a little bit. I feel like you already pretty much know Sarah and I's friendship. But like, let's know Sarah's a person because she's an awesome person. Oh, God. <laughs> but the question I literally am going to ask every single guest is why do you love Disney? <laughs> okay. So... I guess to keep it as sweet and short as possible is Disney to me represents my childhood. 
Growing up in Arizona, my family always made it a point to travel to Disneyland at least once or twice a year. So I kind of grew up with that magic in my life. As an adult, I had the opportunity to work for Disney and I really got to see behind the scenes and how much that magic means to everybody else. And I think that was really what solidified my love for Disney, not only as a company, but just like that magic feeling that you get every time you're in the parks, whether it be working or visiting as a guest. And it's just something that brings me so much joy and makes me so happy. And it's something I can always count on to like lift my spirits and just add a little bit of magic to my life. I know that sounds really cheesy. No, it's but- Good. I liked that. Okay. Which Disney parks have you gone to? I have been to Disney World and Disneyland, yeah. never to any of the international parks. And if you were to go to an international park, which park would it be first? The first one that I would want to go to, it's probably a tie between uh, Tokyo Disney and Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. So, not necessarily your favorite character, because I know your favorite is Rapunzel. But which character do you most identify with that you find yourself like most similar to? Like, you know, Sleeping Beauty is my favorite, but I'm very, very much an Anna. Is this stuck to princesses or no. is it any, any character? character. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Which one do I most identify mm-hmm. with? The one that I like to see myself as and the one that I think I identify most with. And you might not agree with this one, mm-hmm. but I like have always had a really st- strong tie to the Cheshire Cat. He's not really a good guy. He's not really a bad guy. He's somewhere right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is just like how I see myself. Like I could go either way. I could be really nice and sweet and happy. But if you push me the wrong way, like sometimes I can lean the other way. From being your best friend, I can see (laughs) that. But I never had the bad side. But you can get mischievous for sure. I can, especially when we're both around each other like too long, like thousand percent. Okay, what is your dream ride to get stuck on? I feel like there are two rides. I would say the one, like the most nostalgic ride that I would love to get stuck on and evacuated from is Haunted Mansion, but specifically the graveyard scene. Yes. I want to get stuck in there and I want to see what it looks like with all the lights on because you know how they have that netting Mm -hmm. and all the fluorescence to make it look to that effect. Yeah. I would love to see what that looks like or even the ballroom scene where they're all dancing. Yeah, and like walk down in the ball. I want to sit at the organ and I want to play a song. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm a master at the organ. Let me tell you, (laughs) in my free time. Yes. I would love to see, I would say any scene in the Haunted Mansion. Just the Haunted Mansion in general. I want to get stuck right at the front, but I want them to have to evacuate me all All through the ride. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. My answer would be, because I, this is the first official episode. Y'all don't know my answer to these questions, but I would want to do Indiana Jones. Oh. And get stuck right in the middle on the bridge. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I want to get evac all the way through with the lights on, past the snake. Through I the- want it to be as dangerous as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the other part of that for me, I would also love to get evacuated from Rise of the Resistance. Yes. I okay, just want to get stuck part? on that ride. Um, I would say probably the scene where you're going through with the ATATs. <gasps> I think Ooh. that would be a really cool room to get to like get out of your vehicle and walk around. Yeah. But... I would say any part that Kylo Ren's in would yeah. also be an ideal part to get stuck and evacuated. If you could go on any retired Disney ride, what ride would it be? That is a really good question. I feel like I would, I don't know what the name of the ride is, but it's 
almost like the Skyliners that they have at Disney World, but they were the ones that were in Disneyland that connected to the Matterhorn. Yeah. I don't know what the name of that ride is, but I feel like that would be a really cool experience. I feel like it's the Skyway, but like, don't quote me on that. Okay. Yeah. Whatever that little gondola type ride is that was connected to the Matterhorn. I feel like that would be a really cool experience. Yeah. To like go through the Matterhorn. Like I want to know what part of the Matterhorn they went through because right now it doesn't look like there's any openings to make that okay. Okay. So if you were driving across country with a car full of kids, they only wanted to listen to one Disney soundtrack on repeat. What soundtrack would it be? Right now, I would love to listen to like the Tangled soundtrack. I know a lot of the words that soundtrack, so I would also be able to sing along, but that music is also very like upbeat and happy, Mm -hmm. so it would make the ride a lot more enjoyable. Or Coco. I feel like the music from Coco would also be a really fun soundtrack to listen to. That would be. I would prefer Coco over Tangled just because we listened at World of Disney. They played I Got a Dream on repeat at That's the right. store. That's right. Oh my I gosh. hated that song. And what was the, was it Wreck-It Ralph song that they kept yes. playing? The Owl City song? Yes. On repeat, on the Jumbotron, in our store. Goodness. Do you oh remember God. there was also, it was a version of Who Let the Dogs Out, but it was like a Snow White remix. I don't yes. remember who that was by. Oh. I have looked for that song. Room. Yes, I've oh. looked for that song everywhere. If anybody knows what song I'm talking about, please email us and go to justsomemagic.com <laughs> and put it, let us know. Oh let me know. God. I remember hating that song too. Every time it would come on, I would cringe, mm. but now I just need to listen to it again but yeah those are i like that so coco and tangled those are good what is an unpopular disney or universal opinion that you have i'm gonna ruffle some feathers here (laughs) do it um i don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but i feel like i just in general you're gonna say i'm so excited (laughs) i just i feel like disneyland is so much better than disney world and i feel like a lot of the people that i talk to that i know who have been to both parks are more they more prefer disney world over disneyland um and i don't know if it's just because they haven't been to both as often maybe as i have yeah um and i know i'm very fortunate to have been as often as i've been but i just prefer if I could only go to one park for the rest of my life it would definitely be Disneyland and I feel like maybe not a lot of people would agree with that but I actually kind of touched on that in the introduction so that's really funny that you say it because we did not talk about it before I would rather go to Disneyland yeah for sure and And I I grew up on the east coast so we had like opposite situations like you grew up on the west coast I grew up on the east coast and like those were our home parks but we still both love Disneyland which is awesome I also this is a very probably unpopular opinion but you hate Star Wars I hate Star Wars. <laughs> no. Um, so I don't even know if John knows this, but I think Dole Whip is overrated. I know. Morgan's making a face. Why? So I just feel like John's are, making a face. There are so look many. Him, look at him, look at him. He's pissed. He's like, well, I'm not sharing my Dole Whip with you anymore. It's good. Don't get me wrong. I like I do appreciate Dole yeah. Whip and it's definitely something that you should get if you've never had it. If I'm going to Disneyland, I'd rather have a churro or a Mickey pretzel. I just Dole Whip is very low on my list and I feel like it's very high on everybody else's list. So I feel like that's a more controversial opinion. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think that's funny. And if you had to get Dole Whip, how would you order it? Like, would 
you get the float or just the soft serve? See, I also don't like the float. I think the float is too much. <sighs> I do. I appreciate the soft serve. This episode the most. is this episode's over. Sarah and I are not friends anymore. <laughs> Listen, I'm not invited on this podcast anymore. <laughs> this is the one and I'll only see time. myself out. <laughs> Um, if I had to order Dole Whip, I think the way that I would best like to eat it is with a little bit of tahini sprinkled on it to give it that little spicy kick. But to me, Dole Whip, it's really good. Don't get me wrong. It's just too much. And it's not a snack that I find myself craving when I'm in the parks. Like I'd rather have popcorn and a soda. Okay. Well, we'll (laughs) forgive you on that one. If you could work any role at a Disney park, what role would you want to have and why? Okay. So we've worked merchandise. So merchandise is definitely not the role I would pick (laughs) even though I've done it. You don't want to go back to World of Disney? I mean I do but I don't. I I wouldn't be mad but I wouldn't be happy. Um, So my dream role I would say would be a toss up between Guardians Mission Breakout or I would say Haunted Mansion. I would say Haunted Mansion is definitely my number one. I would love to work that ride because first of all, Haunted Mansion is my hands down favorite ride in the park. Second of all, you don't have to be nice necessarily (laughs) to everybody. You can kind of have that RBF and (laughs) get away with it and kind of have that dramatic personality while still fitting like the Disney role. So I'd say that's my number one. I feel like you'd be very good at that role. Not because I think you're mean or anything. I feel like you can just hold that like presence and like kind of freak people make out. people uncomfortable yes I feel like you didn't have a lot of joy doing that also during Halloween when I've been I don't know if this is like across all parks or not but I feel like they do the makeup yeah they have the makeup for the ride so I feel like that would be a really fun experience You're like can I work 40 hours those weeks Listen, like when we're I'll doing pick the up all the shifts <laughs> I'll just run it by myself <laughs> I'll work overtime I'll be all the roles <laughs> I will just follow the one group. I will open them into the stretching room. I will walk them down the hall. I will put them in the doom buggies. I will escort them Ball off the service. doom service. I'll be the ghost host. I'll do I'll all the narrate narrations. the ride. Got you. Best experience. You'll be in the night costume in that first the long hallway, and you'll be like, boo. Literally, you won't be able to get rid of me. You'll be the bride. I'll be the bride. The ride might take a little longer as I have to change my costumes. <laughs> It'll be well worth it, which I promise. Of the, which of the hitchhiking ghosts would you be? Oh, I, I don't know their names. I, I know them, but I don't know which one belongs to which. So I really be the like, skinny one, the fat one, or the short one. I really like the tall one with the top hat. Oh, yeah. Ezra? Ezra, yes. Ezra. Gus, Phineas, and Ezra. Yes. So I, I would love Thank to be you, the John. tall one <laughs> with the hat, but my favorite ghost on the ride, hands down, is the hat box ghost. Oh, yeah. He's so good. I would love to be that role. Yeah. Just sign me up. I feel like I look like him anyway. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> just give me a hat box and we'll call it a day. What is a snack that you wish would be at the theme parks that isn't currently there? And oh. if possible, could you would you make it Mickey shaped depending on the snack? So I feel like my answer is a crepe, like a Nutella crepe. Oh, you but I feel like, like right away. <laughs> Listen. Listen, I've been dreaming about this. I've been dreaming about <laughs> Nutella crepes for no. I was but I feel like they might have Nutella crepes in France, the France Pavilion mm-hmm. in Epcot, but I feel like that was a more I wish that was a more widespread snack. I feel yeah. like that would be a really cool like a crepe and you could do any flavor just with like powdered sugar. Like that would be a really good snack option. That's good. I like it. And it's like a little, he- like, not as heavy as like Lighter. a waffle. You could or- add ice cream if you wanted. Listen, Disney, you've got a lot of opportunity here. Listen, <laughs> okay. What is the Disney, what Disney merchandise that you can't resist? 
Disney merchandise that I can't. Oh God, sweatshirts. <laughs> I I feel like every time I go to the park, I get a sweatshirt or a spirit jersey. Like those are the two things. But more recently, I would say Loungefly backpacks are also really yeah. big on my list. And you're pretty big about ears too. Or at least yes. a lot more so than I am. I yeah, I like to collect the ears, and I have a wall at home where I try to display them. Or at least I'm building my collection so I can do that. So I feel yes. like ears are definitely up there too. Um, oh, what is something people would be surprised to know you haven't done at a Disney park? I have never done any kind of like princess dining experience. You haven't done breakfast in uh, Norway? Mm-mm. Or like- I've never <gasps> done any of the princess dining experiences at World. And I do they have one at Land? I feel like... yes. They well, they had Ariel's Grotto before it changed over to Pixar Pier, but then they moved um, to the Grand Californian, and they had the Napa Rose oh, yeah. breakfast. I got to do it once, and it was very, very nice. Yeah, I feel like that's a really big thing that I know a lot of people have done, and I would definitely love to do. But I've never done any kind of like princess dining. Okay, so our ten-year friend anniversary, <laughs> which is only three years away, Cinderella's Royal Table. Oh gosh, well, we'll start saving now. <laughs> <laughs> Get our name on the list. Yes, we'll start planning our outfits and do the whole. thing. Thing. it'll be great okay all right so next question is if you were an enchanted object in the beast castle what object would you be <laughs> and why i think i would be the fireplace and why i feel like whenever i have somebody over i always want them to feel warm and welcome and cozy and i feel like that's what a fireplace is in a home yes so i feel like that's what i would want to be that's really sweet i like that okay this is a fun one especially the fact that we like did disney college program if you had to be roommates with a disney villain who would you want to have as a roommate yzma oh why i feel like she would just be the most sassy and the most fun and dramatic roommate and i feel like anytime anybody would cross me she would have my back immediately <laughs> no questions asked would cronk naturally be i feel like cronk would also be a part of it like he'd be like a butler all the time yeah, yeah so Ooh. instant best friend and then if yzma turns into a kitten even that, better. Even better. <laughs> I love cats. Sarah does. Win love. win. <laughs> You're like you'll find that one specific vial to turn her into a cat. And you'll be like, oops, I Oop, how'd this happen? I thought I was picking up Starbucks coffee. <laughs> like my bad. That would be really fun. So this one has like multiple parts. Question. But if you could take your favorite elements from each Disney princess, which dress, sidekick, and castle would you want to have? And you can mix and match. And the dresses can be like, doesn't have to be the ball gown version, a peasant version, or before they're princesses version. Oh. So for Castle, I would absolutely pick Elsa's Ice Palace. Ooh, good one. I love the Ice Palace. I think it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it's nice and remote and secluded. <laughs> I don't have to deal with anybody. <laughs> Except for Anna. Except for Anna. As far as a dress goes, I feel like Tiana's wedding dress is probably one of my favorite dresses really? in like a Disney film. Wait, her, when they turn from, spoiler alert they turn back into <laughs> humans they after. turn back like the one she wears in the parks or like the slim white one the slim white one oh. i love that dress so much and then as far as a sidekick goes mm-hmm. i don't know who my favorite sidekick is i would probably say pascal just because he's a murderer <laughs> first of all <laughs> he, i thought about that earlier today i'm like he really was the murderer he, yeah he kicked her right out that window <laughs> Yeah, he said it was an accident, but we all know he covered it up. 
Uh, my reason for Pascal is he's a lot of fun and he's I feel like all the characters I like have like a sassy element to them and mm-hmm. he's just a cute little guy and he can like perch on your shoulder. Yeah. He's travel size, so yeah. it'll be easy. He's got your back. Yeah. I he can it. camouflage. He's just he's got it all. story I'll just say this is my most magical moment I've been going to the parks for years and this hands down is my most magical moment Sarah already kind of touched on why Anna and Elsa are so special to us and that definitely plays a huge part into this story I'll let you take it away I'll let you start off and I'll interject like from my perspective as the story goes through and we'll kind of keep everything in chronological order okay so it was the summer of 2017 Mm -hmm. and this was the year that Morgan had just moved out to California and we had made a little deal with each other that we were going to travel every other month to see each other Mm -hmm. and I was going out there in June and it just so happened to be the month that I was supposed to travel to California to see her mm-hmm. but Morgan had actually taken a trip to Hawaii the week that I was supposed to be coming mm-hmm. out so I remember asking her when she was supposed to get back and the day she was supposed to get back was actually the day that my family was going to be in Disneyland you, your family was only going for that one day yeah our family Not was like- only going to be there one day yeah. and I remember I was like what time does your flight get in and you told me it didn't get in until 8 p.m. yeah so naturally I was super bummed out and I was yeah. like oh man like not going to be able to see you. My family goes, we do the park, and we spent actually a majority of the morning in Disneyland. So mid-afternoon, we all decided to hop over, or I thought we decided to hop (laughs) over to California Adventure to kind of spend time over there and see some different things. Um, And one thing that we like to do to try to escape the heat is go to the Drawing Academy. And I was there with my husband, my sister, my dad, and we saw that they were drawing Hey Hey in like 30 minutes. And we're like, perfect, let's go do that. We'll get some AC. But it was 30 minutes away. So my sister was like, hey, what better way to spend our 30 minutes than to go right across the street to the Anna and Elsa meet and greet? But just like a quick little insert, the Animation Academy was like under construction. So normally in the Animation Academy, there's Turtle Talk with Crush, there's the Drawing Academy, and then there's Anna and Elsa meet and greet in the Sorcerer's Workshop. Anna and Elsa got moved to stage 17, which is like kind of in the area, but like a little bit across the way. So they were moved somewhere else. So they walked Yeah, over there. so my sister was like, hey, let's go ahead and... Instead of sitting for the next 30 minutes, let's go get in line for Anna and Elsa and we can do the meet and greet and then we'll come back, we'll draw Hey Hey and then we'll keep going. So obviously loving Frozen, I was like, let's do it. So we go get in line and we're waiting and we're waiting and the 30 minutes pass and I was confused because I was like, hey, like I thought we were going to be drawing Hey Hey, like why don't we just get out of line? My sister had never even seen Frozen, but she was the one who was most adamant about staying in line and I was like Rachel you've never even seen this movie what are we doing but they were very insistent they're like no no like let's we've made it this far like let's just go ahead and wait in line so behind the scenes my flight I told Sarah it was 8 p.m. I don't know why I told you that in the initial like I did not have full intentions on like surprising her I just said I actually get in at 8 p.m. and I was like yo I could surprise her because my flight actually got in at 8 a.m. 
It was the universe working its magic. It seriously was. So I flew in. I had time to drive home, shower, take a three-hour nap because <laughs> I, the time difference between Hawaii and all that, like, so I was very tired. So I had a time to get a little three-hour nap in, drive up to Disneyland, which I was an hour away at, at that point in my life, living an hour away. And I go there and I'm like, I want to surprise Sarah. So I was already like texting Rachel, her sister, and I think John at the time too, just try to like coordinate something. And I knew I wanted to do something with Anna and Elsa. And so I see it on YouTube, all these families surprising their families with like characters or like doing baby announcements or proposals or something. Not that I was doing any of that. I I just (laughs) want to surprise my best friend that I see every other month. Like nothing like, but for us, like not doing that, especially the rhythm that we had of not seeing each other was like, yeah, because I think a month had already passed since we had seen each other and we were so used to that. So it was so like weird. I go up to guest relations at uh, Disney California event or DCA and I'm like hey I want to do this with Anna and Elsa like how do we go about this I've seen this on YouTube like people doing stuff like this how can I do this and they're like yeah we can't help you and I'm like what oh. but they were very nice about it like go over to the people at Anna and Elsa's meet and greet they're over at stage 17 see how what if they, what they can do so I go over there and I meet this one cast member Natalia and to this day like I love her so much. Shout out to Natalia. You are amazing. <laughs> I hope you listen to this. I'll talk a little bit more about her later, but she helped me coordinate all of it with all the other cast members. Like, I don't know if she was like the lead character host, but she was working with them. After talking with her and like other cast members, they're like, okay, let's do this. So I was like texting Rachel, trying to see like when they were coming over. So I was waiting a bit. And then once they got in line, I was like, okay, Natalia, they're this, this is what she's wearing. Like, cause I like peeked around the corner. <laughs> like, I don't think I knew that. I really <laughs> had seen me. <laughs> I had seen you because I was hiding like near the exit because I was like in the building and then where they had the line was kind of to the right of the building yeah. at this like um maze yeah, kind they of had like the little zigzag yeah where you wait and so she was in that line and so I told like this is what they look like this is where they are and she's like okay we're gonna clear everybody out like we'll get through all the families ahead of them and we'll clear everybody out and so almost an hour goes by yeah it was close to an hour yeah. at that point and I was as the time was passing I was just more and more confused I was like why are we doing this you're like I'm the only one that likes frozen I know. You're like, like we don't have to do this you guys because you're very yeah. like selfless like let's go like let's do anything else so I'm like getting nervous and I'm like freaking out and so Natalia looks over and she's like okay they're the next family and I'm like awesome so I go hide I talk to Anna and Elsa I'll let you say what happens next but I go hide yeah so finally it's our turn to go in after what felt like a very long time and I walk in and there's literally nobody else in the room it's just us and I walk up to the characters and none of my family (laughs) followed me and you're like totally thinking that they're right behind you (laughs) and I'm like looking back and I'm like what in the world is going on so (laughs) and we're gonna post the video on social media so please like watch out for that moment where she's like and I'm with my family Oh. And none of them are behind me. <laughs> it's just, just Sarah just me. meeting Anna. <laughs> so she, after that moment, I think she kind of knew it was the time. So mm-hmm. she reached her hand into her pocket and she's like, oh, well, I have something for you. And I was very confused. And she pulls out this Cause, bracelet. Well, because characters never give you anything. No. Usually it's like you giving a character something or like a thank you card or a kid give them a drawing or something like. Yeah. So I was extremely confused. <laughs> and she pulls out a bracelet bracelet and she has it in her hand and I recognized it immediately because Morgan had shown
shown me these two best friend bracelets that she wanted to get for both of us. And like, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw the bracelet, I immediately started crying and Ooh. I kind of thought I knew what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden I walk like Anna brings me over to where Elsa well, is. You say, and the only reason I know this is because I saw from the video. <laughs> You look at it, and it, by the way, it's the bracelet said Disney BFF on it, and they're both matching, and it was a really cute little simple little bracelet. And you look at it, and you go, where is she? I was like, where is she? I don't want to like, say crying. <laughs> I don't want to say mad, but you were like, where is I she? I knew. Like, <laughs> she's, she's got to be here. And Anna, like, didn't know. Oh, she, she, she was, was as confused as I was. She's like, all I know is I have this bracelet, bracelet in my you. pocket. Yeah. And so you guys walk over to Elsa. Yes. yes. So I walk over to Elsa. With and Elsa, Yes. And then Elsa starts talking to you. And then all of a sudden, like from around the corner, Morgan comes in. Mm. And I just like immediately, I'm just like crying and crying. Mm. And it was just like one of the most like heartwarming, magical experiences. Like I felt so extremely happy in that moment and it was just so sweet and it wasn't something I ever expected to happen and I just couldn't believe it. It was so fun. Like oh. I, I heard everything that was happening and I had Natalia have my phone so she had a video too and I don't know if like Rachel took a video as yeah. well but I was like so freaking out and like I couldn't I was Anna and Elsa's meet and greet were quite far away from each other so I couldn't hear the interaction with her and Anna but when they both came over and I heard Elsa say oh I hear you have a very special friend with you that was my cue to like (laughs) come out and I hugged her and Sarah's like crying and I'm like why are you crying because like we see each other every (laughs) month but it was just like something that I had never expected to happen and Uh it was just such a shock and because like you said like it's something you see on YouTube or something that you see happen and I never expected something like that to happen to us and it was just it was a moment I'll never forget that's for sure me neither like Mm -hmm. and especially like doing something like that for the friendship that we have of like going to the parks together like we're never going by ourselves or like without each other if that's an option to go together and so to have that one opportunity that one time where you're with your family and I'm conveniently in Hawaii (laughs) for that morning like it just worked out so perfectly and then we spent the rest of the day together and we got to go through California (laughs) Adventure I swear right after that we were just giggling like little girls that hadn't seen each other in years like talking to each other like I felt bad for the rest of your family (laughs) they're all like well like all right so they're on their own they're doing Thing. And we're just like giggling and laughing, like again, like we haven't seen each other. Mm-hmm. It was such a good. It moment. was such a great moment. Mm-hmm. It was just so magical. And the fact that I was able to pull off a surprise for my best friend with our with our princesses that are us, like that just meant so much yeah, to me. It's definitely like a once in a lifetime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we, it's amazing that they helped you like set all that up. And oh Natalia my. really was just like so awesome about everything. Yeah. And, and when I have seen her since, cause I was an annual pass holder at Disney and I'd go see Anna and Elsa anytime and Natalia was there. I would literally like not go meet Anna and Elsa and I would like hug Natalia and she oh. remembered me and I'd like say how we were. I tell her about you because she, you know, she was there for the whole thing. And and it's been years where I haven't like gaps. I haven't seen her or met Anna and Elsa and I run into Natalia and I'm like, Natalia, like, thank you so much. That was literally <laughs> the best moment ever. So I still yeah. kind of keep in touch with her when I see her in the parks and stuff. But yeah, shout out to Natalia. You're an amazing Aww. cast member. Oh, also, too. So Anna had her own photo pass person. Elsa had her own photo pass person. <laughs> so when Sarah and Anna walked over to Elsa, we had two cameras 
photo oh, passes. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah. I know that there were a ton of photos taken, but. Because there was two photographers. So we have pictures from both angles of like oh, when man. we were hugging of like me hugging Sarah and then Sarah hugging me. Like I have them right in front of me. Like they were really cute. And I just my favorite pictures ever. <laughs> and the backdrop was really pretty. It was really pretty. I liked the whole setup they I had know. in there literally the most magical moment ever let's go back to that i know we need to go meet them and we've met them since yeah um, we make it a point to meet them every time mm-hmm. and we try to do an on and elsa disney bound we actually have been disney bounding as on and elsa for like on and off seven years yeah it all started when we tried on the princess dresses <laughs> in the magic kingdom dressing room on main yes. street this is a little side bonus story this is a little short story but we worked merchandise at world disney like we mentioned and when we work in the stock rooms there was an A, a B, and a C stock room, and it was Ariel's, Bell's, and Cindy's. Bell's had all of like the sweatshirts and the clothes and the merchandise, like those things, and then Ariel's had like all the toys and the hard stuff. When we worked stock in Bell's, they had all the princess dresses. So we would be kind of bad because we were not really supervised the entire time. We would try on the princess dresses. We didn't even need like an extra large. We literally could fit in a large at the time. Back in the day. (laughs) Back in the day. And we went to Magic Kingdom one day and we're like, yo, let's try the on and Elsa dresses on because like we hadn't had them. Yeah. Got to try them on. I don't think we had them in stock. They had just come in or something. So we go to Magic Kingdom. We try them on. We take pictures. (laughs) Sarah puts it on her Twitter. Oh, yeah. I posted the selfies on Twitter. I forgot about this. And guess who reposted it? The animation. He what was he? He did the special effects animation on Frozen. Oh my gosh, Starstruck! Fifteen minutes of fame. <laughs> it was a great fifteen minutes of fame. And mind you, this is years ago, back yeah. in 2013, when like social media wasn't as big of a hit as it is now. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh, like we're, we're famous. famous. <laughs> we're famous now. We're We've famous. made it. <laughs> and I'll post those pictures too. We look yeah. ridiculous. Like I it don't. It was think... so much fun though. It was so good. But oh. I actually I haven't met Anna and Elsa since Frozen Two came out, so I have haven't seen them oh. in their new costumes we need to go do that we need to update our disney bounce oh man which elsa dress do you want because i love the good... oh i love the white elsa dress oh the show yourself dress yes. that's my favorite it's so pretty and her new hair i am not a big fan of queen anna's dress i think i like her travel costume a little more yeah definitely the original for anna but mm. i heard that she wears her engagement ring now yes. in the parks i think that'd be yes. super cute to see and in the magic happens parade so there's the frozen float and then Kristoff's in the back like pushing a wheelbarrow of like hay or carrots or something yeah and he has the ring <gasps> and he comes around to the guest and he opens it up and is like have you guys seen Anna I'm trying to propose to her and it's so cute oh man and I it, still haven't even seen that parade so oh. something to look forward to thank you so much Sarah for coming on yeah thank you for having me You're first of many first of many for some listener stories that you as fans sent in if you would like your most magical moment read on the just some magic show please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the button share your magic today's story comes from crystal b as a child i was obsessed with the disney sing-along vhs tapes my absolute favorite was the one filmed inside the disney park I grew up in Ohio, so not near either park, and my family could never afford to travel to the parks and take me as a kid. I dreamed of visiting and riding all the rides that were featured in the sing-along tapes. Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Small World were my top favorites. 
As an adult, I was lucky enough to marry a man that shared my love of Disney. We saved up and we finally were able to go to the first time when I was 27 years old. My most magical moment for me was the first time we walked into Magic Kingdom and I could physically see Cinderella's castle with my own eyes. I actually teared up and I couldn't believe after all this time I was there and was about to ride all the rides I had seen when I was a child in my sing-along tapes. This was such a special moment for me that I'll never forget. I have been fortunate enough to travel to three out of the six Disney parks. Nothing will ever compare to that first time feeling walking into Main Street USA. Today's story comes from Kimberly C. The story took place at Disney World. She writes, This was our second trip as a family of three and the first time my parents joined us for the experience, my son's third birthday in Disney World. This was also my parents' first time on a plane since they were married 25 years earlier. We were also celebrating their anniversary. On our last night of the week-long trip, we had reservations to be our guest with Dinner with the Beast. We had eaten lunch here on our first trip one year earlier and sat in the West Wing and loved it. My son was turning two at the time, so when the host asked which section we'd prefer to sit in this time around, we didn't hesitate to say the West Wing. There was no other room that was that immersive that we couldn't wait to show my parents the rose losing its petals, the snow falling from the window, and the beast portrait changing when the thunder and lightning came. Well, after being sat and placing our dinner orders, the first strike of lightning hit. I look over at my son to talk about how cool that just was, and his head was down, refusing to look at me, frightened beyond belief. Talk about a mom fail. We felt so bad. Who would have thought in a year's time our son would find the West Wing too scary? Our appetizers arrived, and he couldn't eat anything. He wouldn't look up at us and was frozen. The first time our servers came by and checked on us, we asked if we could move to a different section. Unfortunately, we could not move, which we totally understood. I was prepared to choke down my dinner with a toddler whimpering in my lap. But then the most amazing thing happened. A cast member who was working in our section came by and brought my son up a light up castle glass. He got down to my son's level and told him that there was no reason to be scared of the dark and lightning when he now had his own special light. My son's eyes lit up as bright as the glass, and he was able to enjoy his meal right in time for dessert. We were so appreciative of this cast member who went out of his way to turn my son's night around. He was not even handling our table, yet he saw an opportunity to put a smile on my son's face. We will forever be grateful for that experience because after dinner, my son was feeling so much better, and we were able to still go meet the beast, and we got some of my favorite pictures from this memorable trip. So this one was between 2006 and 2008 during the year of a million dreams. My family and I were visiting Magic Kingdom. After the parade, we kind of got caught up in the crowd. I was between 9 and 12 at the time, and when the parade was over, I finished my bottle of water and wanted to recycle it. So I was trying to make my way through the crowd to try and find a recycling can, but because of my height, I guess not too many people saw me, and I was getting pushed around a bit, and the empty bottle fell out of my hands and kicked around. But I kept my eye on it because I didn't want to leave the park dirty, even though Disney has a cleanup crew. The bottle found its way under one of the benches in the area, and so I went under the bench and picked it up, and right next to it was a trash can. So I put the bottle in the recycling, and as soon as I turned around, there was a group of cast members surrounding me in a circle. 
One of them that was in front of me pulled out a special pin and thanked me for helping keeping the parks clean, safe for the other guests. The pin was wrapped in a clear plastic and had a white backing with a Year of a Million Dreams logo on the top right corner. I know I still have this pin. I just had to go through two and a half pin bags to find it. Thank you for sending your story in. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Some Magic Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps a new podcast like Just Some Magic out tremendously. And be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Again, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share on the show, be sure to send in your stories at justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. Again, thank you so much for listening. It truly means the world to me and I hope you enjoy all future episodes.